Buenos días, iglesia. Estoy muy emocionado de veras de estar acá esta mañana. ¿Verdad? Es una bendición poder estar acá al frente con ustedes. Oh, ups, I, I forgot. I'm sorry. Good morning, church. It's such a blessing to be part of this great group of people. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. I was looking forward for it. Uh, I just returned from Mexico. This was my uh, second missionary uh, trip to Mexico. I had a great time. I was away a little over two weeks, and I think that was enough. Uh, I missed my family, missed the church, and missed everybody, but uh, it was a great time in Mexico. I spent a little over two weeks, had several baptisms, and a big river, uh, holding a lot of Bible studies, uh, encouraging people. So I want to thank you so much for giving me this privilege to go to other countries and spread the gospel of Christ. Um, it's such a blessing, such a blessing to be part of a great group of people, people that are committed to serve the Lord. I uh, want to personally thank all those people who have served this church since the beginning. They have been serving this church for many, many years. I want also thank you with all my heart, and I want to thank those who work and serve tirelessly every day in the different ministries that we have in this great church. I want to encourage you to keep up the good work and to remember, brothers and sisters, that the labor and the Lord is never in vain. When I come here, every Sunday morning. Sometimes I like to come early. I came around 7 a.m. this morning. And brothers, let me tell you this. It's so encouraging to see people serving this church every single day. I was so happy to see a lot of people outside directing people to the parking lot, waving people, serving a cup of coffee. I mean, doing a lot of things, putting signs. Brothers, this is such a great, great job. I really, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you. I want to thank you very much for this. 
So I would like to talk about this morning of this topic, servants for his glory. For about a month, I have been teaching these lessons to our Spanish brothers and sisters. And I thought it was also a good opportunity to share with you a couple of thoughts this morning. So, the Lord said, the harvest is great and the workers are few. I want to keep encouraging you, brothers and sisters, to keep up the good works, to keep doing this uh, 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 work for our Lord Jesus Christ. A few years ago, I was uh, invited to attend a meeting with the mayor of uh, Chattanooga, Andy Burke. I met with them um, three or four times during the year. His secretary called me one day and said to me, can I talk to you? And I said, yes, you can. And he said, Pastor Marco, can I call you pastor or can I call you bishop? Or can I call you reverend? Can I call you doctor? And I said, no, just call me Marco. <laughs> in the book of Mark, in chapter 10, we find the story of James and John, the sons of Zebedee. They came to Jesus asking a question. They had a request. And they said to Jesus, Hey, Jesus, can I sit to the right and my brother to the left when you're in glory? And he answered, Hey, guys, you don't know what you're asking for. That is not for me to grant it. And he told them, in verse 42, chapter 10, he said to them, and I love this. Jesus called them together and said, you know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, however wants to become great among you must be your servant. What a great answer. You know, brothers and sisters, the world defines greatness in terms of power, possessions, prestige, 
and positions. And in our self regarding culture, with this mentality of first self, behaving like a servant, it is not a popular concept. I don't like when people call me reverend. I'm not a reverend. I'm just Marco. One day, I was hoping some of our Cuban brothers. And one day he called me and he said, can I call you Holy Father? And I said, no. I was, I was shocked. He was calling me Father. And I said, no, just call me Marco, please. So, again, brothers, behaving like a servant is not a popular concept. Jesus measured greatness in terms of service and not status. God determines your greatness by number of people you serve, not by those at your service. When I travel to other countries, I go to very, very, very poor communities. And I like to spend time with people. I don't like to spend my time in hotels and restaurants. I prefer to sleep on the floor and spend a good time with these people with a humble heart. Even though sometimes it's hard to do that of my age. But I really enjoy doing that. So the disciple discuss who should have the highest position. Who should be the greatest. And let me tell you this, brothers and sisters. Two thousand years later, Christian leaders still discuss positions of greatness, prominence in churches and other religious organizations. God often tests our hearts by asking us to serve Him in certain ways. And your form or help reveals your ministry. But your servant's heart shows maturity. So you do not need to have talent or gift to pick up the trash or the communion cup here. After our, every Sunday after our uh, Spanish lessons, I really enjoy your kids picking up the trash and communion caps. That is so great to see those little kids doing that. And parents, 
I'd like to thank you for doing that, for showing your children to be a good servant for Christ. And I encourage you to keep doing so. So God often tests our hearts to serve him in different ways. Now you can ask me, Brother Marco, how can I know if I have a good uh, servant heart? Jesus said, by their fruits you will know them. So true servants are always available to serve. Servants do not occupy their time in activities that may limit their availability. Servant wants to be ready to serve as soon as they are needed. Like a soldier, the servant must be ready to fulfill his duties. When Paul rose to Timothy, in his second letter, he said, no one serving as a soldier gets entangled in the business of life in order to please the one who took him for a soldier. The soldier and the field have just one purpose, namely to satisfy the officer who enlisted him. Similarly, for that matter, any servant must realize that his exalted task demands he show his life is all, and he must devote himself completely to the Lord. In 2002, March the 19th, my family and I came from Guatemala. But a year before, in 2001, we were invited to come to Chattanooga to get to know the city. There were just a few Hispanics in that year. So we went to the Spanish communities to get to know these people. And I remember the elders, the Brainer elders, asked me not to spend time too late in the, in the Spanish communities. They said, Marco, we don't want you too late in those communities. This is dangerous. And I said, okay, I won't do that. But when we began our ministry, there were so many needs in the communities. People used to call me two or three o'clock in the morning because the landlord didn't understand what they were saying. They had a roosters and they crawled in the morning, two or three o'clock in the morning. And then the landlord used to call me and say, Marco, tell these people to, you don't, to not, not to have those roosters anymore. We can't sleep. And then when was the rainy season, the same thing. Brother Marco, 
Can you call the landlord? We have leaks in our house. So many nets. We used to spend, brothers, a lot of time in the community. Late at night. For years. And I thought, I know it's dangerous, but we are here for a reason. We are here to serve these people, and they need us. Also, one of the elders told me, Marco, you need to turn off your phone, off your phone. You need to rest. But then I thought, but these people need me. I cannot do that. I was called to serve the Lord. And that's what I wanted to do. And that is what I want to do. So I'm so happy and blessed to be part of this church and to see a lot of people working in different ministries. And if you still do or not a part of, of any ministry here, I encourage you to do so. We have so many ministries, so many things to do in this great church. So if you only serve when it suits you, then you are not a true servant. The true servant must be available to God at any time. <coughs> Being a good servant means giving God the right to control your schedule and allow him to interrupt it at any time he needs it. I was working from 6 a.m. in Mexico, sometimes to midnight every day. This was my 11th year in a row going to Mexico. I went to Merida, Yucatan. I drove 10 hours from Merida to Chiapas, a lot of speed bumps, a lot of dusty roads, but it was worth it. A lot of people heard the gospel. Many people came forward. Several people were baptized. And brothers, Again, allow God to use our time however he needs it. So true servants pay attention to everybody needs. The true servant always look for ways to help others. When they see the need, they do not miss the opportunity. When Paul wrote to the Galatian church, he said to them, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. 
Let us do good to all people. Whenever there is an opportunity, help people. I wish to have the same strength that I still have in five or ten more years. I don't know. But I know that there is still lots of needs to be accomplished, especially here. So when God puts someone in need in front of you, he is giving you the opportunity to grow in service. We miss many opportunities to serve because we lack sensibility and spontaneity. The great opportunities to serve do not last long. They pass quickly and almost never come back. The Lord says, never deny a favor to your owners in the book of Proverbs. When it's your hand to do it, do not leave for tomorrow the help you can give today. Through servants, fulfill their task with the same dedication. Paul said to the Colossian church, whatever you do, do it willingly, as if you were serving the Lord and not men. Helping others is vital part and the formation of your character. Jesus specialized in humiliating tasks that overhead that others evaded, such as washing feet of his disciples, cleaning the wounds of the lepers, feeding the crowds, etc. He never considered himself above anything because he came to serve and not to be served. Small tasks often show a big heart. Your servant's heart is revealed in the small tasks that others do not want to do. And great opportunities are often masked in small tasks. The small things in life determine the big ones. Do not seek to do great things for God. Do the things that put you ahead. Before dealing with the extraordinary, try the ordinary. Careers to be leaders are overcrowded, while the field for which you want to serve is available. True servants are faithful to their ministry. Again, when people ask me, what church do you attend? 
I say with an excitement word, is Brainerd. You know why? Because there is, there is such a big, big, big group of people here that I, when I come every day to this building, I always see a lot of people working in different ways. But I don't know, there may be some others, just a few, that still are not involved in any ministry here. So I want to encourage you to get involved, to work for the Lord, because sometimes opportunities don't come very often. Through servants determine their tasks, fulfill their responsibilities, keep their promises, and complete their commitments. They never leave work half-heartedly or abandoned. When they get discouraged, they are worthy of trust and responsibility. God has promised to regard your faithfulness in eternity. On the other hand, the servant never retired. They serve faithfully as long as they live. And you can retire from career, from your ministry, but never from the service of God. I want to take this opportunity to invite our family here, Aaron and his wife and his family to come forward. We're going to have a baby dedication in our Spanish, in our Spanish culture. When the baby is born. And it's biblical. In Mark 10, people were bringing children to the Lord for him to bless them. So we are in the Spanish group. We have a newborn. And I love to carry these children. I love them. You know, we raised seven. I'm still raising, you know, our grandchildren. See this, this pressure, precious family. She is so precious, isn't she? Samari. I hope I don't work her out. And I always, when I have this opportunity, I always ask parents to teach them in the right way. Because bringing children to the war is easy, but <laughs> 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 
<laughs> to raise them is another story. You know? So I always encourage encouraging fathers to, you know, to instruct their children for the right way. So we would like to have a prayer for Samari. Samari. And if you will please bow your head and we will dedicate Samari to the Lord. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to have Samari with us. Thank you for this uh, baby. We dedicate her to you this morning. And we pray that you give Samari health as she grows in Christ. We ask you in the name of Jesus to bless her parents, her family. And thank you, Father, for this great family this morning. We pray that as she grows physically and spiritually, you bless her and you give her everything that she's going to need in her life. So we presented her to you this morning and we ask you all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Give her a hand. Thank you. Okay, so I want to say one more thing before I, before I finish. I am now, says Paul in Galatians, trying to win the approval of human being or God, or I am trying to please people. If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Church, just keep up the good work. Let us keep serving in this church. Let us keep growing in faith. And let us keep doing the good things for God. I want you to encourage. I want to encourage you to keep doing this. And I don't, I don't want to uh, finish without giving you an opportunity to come to the Lord. If you want to be baptized this morning for the remission of sins, this may be a good opportunity to do so. If you want to come forward asking for prayers, you can do those too. So please stand. We're going to sing a song. And again, if you want to come to the Lord and be his servant, you can do so this morning. Thank you very much.